Welcome to the Honest to Goodness podcast, where we give you our honest opinions on good entertainment. I'm your host, Carrie. This is my co-host, Morgan, and our mascot, Ambrose, <laughs> who is making an immediate appearance on the podcast this week. Hey, buddy. He's, He's like, like what are you doing? let me down before I scratch your eyes out. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. We're Hi, so, so glad Morgan is back. We've missed having her on the podcast. And um pulling an Andrew Walker and I'm dancing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Walker and was it um who was it? It was uh Aaron. No, it's Ashley. Ashley um Williams. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, we uh we were a part of uh Jim Jim Lily's uh, uh Christmas is not canceled. Yeah, Christmas is not canceled. They did a game night, and Andrew was on there. Like several people, like Lacey Chabert, Andrew Walker, uh, Paul Green, Paul Green, um, Ashley Williams, um, Danica. I thought it was was Danica. I don't know. I don't think Danica. Yeah, no, it wasn't Danica. Uh, it was like is yeah, it was Lacey, and it was um the hosts of Home and Family. Uh, oh yeah, Cameron Matheson. Yeah, and. The, fem- the blonde that comes yeah. the name right now. Then, and then, of course, Jen. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like her assistant that kind of helped her with everything. I want to say it was then, another guy or two, but I'm, I'm like drawing a blank as to who it was. Yeah. It was, uh, was it Wes Brown? No. No. It was Charles. It was the guy who plays Charles. Marcus. Hart. Marcus Rosner. Yes. It was him. He was on there. I don't yeah. think. I think that was it. I don't remember, but like basically, uh, we were literally just talking about this the other day, so I should bring it up. But um, the uh, like when the girls, it was like guys against girls for some of the games, and when the girls would get an answer right, Ashley Williams started like dancing, and she was even like getting up, like get up out of her chair and start like literally like doing like this, and like yeah, she was like dancing all over the place. So then when the guys got an answer right. Andrew, being the class act that he is, got up and started dancing. He's like, <laughs> like just like dancing. So I'm following Andrew. So cheers to Andrew. I was telling him he taking his shirt off or something like I don't remember. Like there was something like that. It was so funny. But yeah, no, we I think he was gonna. He was acting because he was like doing this. He was like he pulled his shirt up just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I like I think some of them were like whoa whoa PG thirteen over here like and some of them were like yeah it was so hilarious we were talking about it the other day I don't even remember what brought it up but something the other day oh, we were... do, but I'm not gonna say it because yeah but anyways yeah I don't I don't remember exactly yeah um but um but yeah we were talking about it the other day and we're like. Oh boy, crack it up! Remember it. Remember the little dance off there. It was so oh. funny. It, it's it what inspired was. us to do our Christmas game night. Yeah, yeah. So, Which yeah. I re-listened to that episode the other day. Oh gosh, I was cracking up. I've got to go back and watch. Oh, I, I just, I've never been able to watch a podcast, and it's so funny because I have, I, I'm obviously on yeah. one. And I can't even watch our own podcast episodes. <laughs> I need to go back and listen to the ones that you and Nicole did. Hmm. Um, 
If you guys can't see that, that's Ambrose that just jumped on my dresser. (laughs) Yeah. He's still in the frame. Um, But yeah, this uh, episode eight is what we're going to be talking about of season nine. And this particular episode kind of starts off with a little bit of a monologue. But I loved, and we got to see, like, I don't know if you saw that um, Ben actually, like, posted the scene. Yeah, because he he said that it was supposed to be, like, a deleted scene. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it actually ended up making into the episode. Uh, Yeah, but it was, like, in the monologue, so we didn't see the whole scene. So he, like, posted the whole Oh, okay. With them actually, you hearing what he was saying and all that. Yeah. But y'all remember that Mike ran for mayor on the platform of fire safety. So he has gotten a fire wagon and he ends up soaking Lee with the hose. And I was, I was laughing. Yes. I like Joseph's reaction and obviously the kid's reaction and like Lee's reaction was even funny too. He's like, Michael, seriously? Yeah, while laughing, he wasn't actually mad. Yeah, if you see the uh, scene, like I think Ben posted it on uh, Instagram. If you see the actual scene, Lee's like, "Michael, at least wait for a fire!" Like, (laughs) yeah, but he is like stoked. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and Mike's like, "Yeah, well, that's how it works." Well, he's always been an accident prone what do you guys expect whoever yeah. thought it was a good idea to give mike the hose i don't know <laughs> at least we know he won't be a part of the firefighting yeah, yeah. um i guess he's got pretty good aim i mean he i mean he got lee right from the start so mm-hmm. so uh, early on in this episode too there's actually a little bit of a confrontation between Nathan and Jeffrey, which is kind of funny because you can tell Jeffrey knows there's something between Nathan and May. And he's yeah. uh, he's like, you know, it's not going to be a problem for you if I stay in town, is it? And Nathan's just like, yeah. yeah. I don't even remember what he said, but I just remember, just remember that. Like, no, Jeffrey, obviously not. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. But then... It's not a problem because I think Jeffrey himself, like, you can see him, like, throughout the episode, like, avoiding Nathan. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, come on. Mm Mm-hmm. Little tiny Jeffrey up against big old tall Nathan? I don't think so. (laughs) Like, boys, step back before you hurt yourself. How tall is Kevin? Like, 6'2"? He's, like, 6'4". 6'4", yeah. Yeah. So technically, even though I feel like that's tall, because I'm literally like five foot even, okay, I'd be like probably to his knees. <laughs> okay. Like taking a picture with Kevin is like taking a picture with the tallest man in the world at the, at the, at the uh, what is it? Uh, Mr. Ripley's, uh, I think it's like Mr. Ripley's museum or wherever they have like an actual statue. Idea. That like is of the exact reporting of like the world record holder for mm-hmm. tallest man. They literally have like a model of him, like a statue built of him, so you can stand by him and see how tall you would have been up against him if you were living in that time. 
so you can take mm -hmm. a picture. Like I was up to like literally the dude's shin. Okay. That's kind of how it would be with me and Kevin. I'd be either at his hip or his knee. It feels like that. It feels like that. You'd be a little. He'd probably just be like everyone else. He'd probably just prop his arm on my head and be like, you know. <laughs> like, really, you did? That. Like, you did when we first met in person? first time you bet but like i remember one time one in one of the, like the videos that didn't make the cut you put uh, your arm on you your elbow on my head while we were talking to the camera i'll always remember being disrespected <laughs> just, i'm so used to it that i'm just like mm. yeah no, that is that is like a weird thing that I miss about my mom was she was like five foot one and she was like the perfect height for me to like just put my arm around her shoulder. Like yeah. uh, I'm like five five. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I was like a good four inches taller than her. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I did kind of miss that. But no, I still I still say we could make best friends with Kevin McGarry. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. He would probably wonder where the heck these crazy girls came from, but I think we would hit it off. He'd <laughs> uh, probably be like, they're weird, but they're good weird. Yeah. I can uh, pick I can picture him making tame. fun of our accents. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So there you go. Like, if you ever had to play a guy from Georgia or Louisiana, hit us up. We'll help. Just call us. We'll get. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if I, if I, like, I remember I got into a really big like British kick because like I used to talk, watch a lot of shows with like British people talking, mm -hmm. like whether it's like the Bake Off shows or like you know, I used to. I always like we we've talked about like loving like more of like behind the scenes stuff than the actual mm -hmm. shows itself. So like, and of course I'm a huge Marvel fan. Well, the Marvel movies have a lot of British actors in it, like Tom Holland, Tom Hiddleston, uh, ben Benedict Cumberbatch, so many of these other actors who have like British accents. Well, I watch a lot of interviews of them. So like hearing them talk for uh, like long periods of time of like constantly watching them, like videos of them talking and stuff, like I would kind of pick up some of their words of like how they would say certain words. Mm -hmm. and mom's like well i know you've been watching too much british stuff because you're trying to act talk like and i'm like hush leave me alone <laughs> well i suppose that uh if we're going to go there we should possibly <laughs> that's more of an australian accent i feel like actually a mixture a mixture um but yeah um and that is why most people Try not to do that, cause <laughs> my southern like I, okay, I kind of wish I knew Spanish, but at the same time, my southern twang trying to speak Spanish would be flipping <laughs> hilarious. I've heard some of you like British people talk about how it's so easier; it's a lot easier for them to grasp onto like another accent 
because mm-hmm. if you if you really hear about like how they explained it it really does make a lot of sense like they use their they use their jaw and their mm-hmm. mouth a lot more to pronounce certain like obviously like the vowels and things like that mm-hmm. like every, they hit every consonant of yeah. the word whereas we're like especially southern southerners we're like constantly skipping over it we're like we don't say the full word okay and we even have like different words for that word so we don't even have to say that word so it's you like should, you know as your mama them. yeah just to hop, said, how is your mom and and like your family it's like how your mama them? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all ain't yet. yeah 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 just pull your chest in there. take a load off <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like, you know, whereas they're like full on, like pronounce every single constant of the word. So like when they have to do a Southern accent, they all they have to do is relax themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas we would probably at the end of the day, feel like we just had like our jaw broke and then reconstructed back onto our face. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, so like whenever I see any kind of like actor who I know is British and I hear and I like for instance like Tom Holland playing Peter Parker okay he's like a British actor having to play a kid from Brooklyn well not Brooklyn Queens yeah so it's like he's not just any American accent he has to do a kid from Queens mm-hmm. and like all of these you know different accents and stuff it's like and I'm not I'm not like a more I'm not a Marvel person but I think my favorite clip i have seen of tom holland or one of my favorites of him is when that guy's like when the guy that's interviewing him is like why are you pretending to be british and tom is like looking so confused and he was like in the in the movie you speak with an american accent and he's like yeah and i have a like, dialect coach i yeah. i yeah the the guy's like but just now you were speaking with a british accent and he was like why are you doing that and he was like i am british and the guy was like so so spider-man is british and he's like no like i'm british and peter parker is from queens yeah so when when i'm playing peter parker i have to speak with an american accent yeah the guy's like how do you do that i don't know if it showed because in some clips it doesn't show you but like connor mayer who is also a singer he was staring that that person that was doing the interview to do that he was in his earpiece telling him to do that and like tom actually got a little frustrated he's like dude yeah. like, I don't know what you're doing like who hired like you just got you, you can even say kind of like looking at the other people yeah he's looking he's like, outside like, like is he for like, real who hired him? <laughs> he's like did y'all y'all couldn't have like given him a little bit of a like did y'all like forget to like prep him or something like what is going on here <laughs> and like connor came out and he's like oh of course of course and yeah. of course i get punked yeah and then, of course, there's the one um, where Tom walks in on uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, interview. Yeah, and he's like, just because I did this to you, does that mean you could come in here and, like, you know. Yeah, and then, and then Tom explains that uh, Robert called him in the middle of an interview, and he's like, what are you doing answering your phone in the middle of an interview anyway? He's like, because it's you. If it had been my mom, I'd have been like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna call her back. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. We're gonna see what he's up to. 
And you can't blame him because I think all of us would do that. If a celebrity was FaceTiming you while you were doing an interview, you were you would answer it, okay? Uh-huh. If it was your mom, I loved it because he went, uh, he was like, if it was my mom, I would be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a face he made. I'm like, Tom, calm down. She's still your mama. <laughs> Don't matter what age you are. She goes, well, I kind of did it to you yesterday. Uh, literally, we were going to, we were going to FaceTime and we like literally had just said, yeah, let's do it. And my phone starts ringing and it's George Lindsay Jr. And I'm like, okay, scratch that. Hang on a minute. (laughs) Guys, I swear we always get like some of the worst timing with things. It's like we plan things and like literally to the literal last second, literal last second, something happens every time. Uh, now that we get off of Tom Holland, sorry, I have a huge crush. Okay. Uh, what did we come on? What is? What I have no we, clue. I have no clue. What did we come on this podcast? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. Okay, we're talking about episode eight, and I think we're at the fact that uh, Jeffrey was like kind of avoiding Nathan, and the end was mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is actually. Uh, I think I mentioned it last episode, but this is actually where. Nathan goes to May and is like, okay, if he's not your husband, who is he? Like, yeah, he just kind of like swiftly comes into the pharmacy and was like automatically started asking. Her yeah. Her. And um, so she finally tells Nathan that she had apprenticed with Jeffrey when she was, you know, studying to be a pharmacist. And then he offered her a job but that it pretty soon became evident that he wanted more than friendship out of her and when she turned him down he started lying about her and said that they had gotten engaged or said that they got married and you know blah 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 he even filed like forged a marriage license and filed it yeah, and, so it started off like he was like going to ask her, was like asking her dinner. She was turning him down, everything, and like then all of a sudden he started going around telling people like, "Oh, they're engaged," and then like you know she confronted him about him, and like it didn't it didn't help if anything made worse because then automatically he started telling people they were married, mm-hmm. and he knew that it wasn't going to stop after that. So whenever he started going off saying that he was. Uh, whenever she saw that he forged a marriage license and everything like that, that's when she chose to run. <clears throat> and she happened to like intercept, like around that time is when uh, the Yost had reached out to Jeffrey about becoming the pharmacist in Hope Valley. And she intercepted that letter and like answered it. And, you know, that was her means of escape. And she, uh, the reason why she did that was because she knew uh, she had heard Faith talk about Hope Valley so much and and like news that that would be like the, the perfect place for her to go right. to. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Um. um so she, she had, going through that kind of thing because like yeah. if that was happening in today's world, mm-hmm. like well, and here's the, of, here's the thing like, too. Jeffrey's family is like really rich, really powerful. Like owns the local government type. Yeah you know, has the, uh, has the people working in their town under their thumb pretty much so they can get away with whatever the heck they want to. Yeah. So this is somebody that she's not going to be able to get out from under. Stay yeah. there. 
you know, yeah, and she can go off and tell everyone what he's doing. And some would obviously agree that it's wrong, but they're not going to actually go off and do anything or help her to get out from under Jeffrey. Jer- uh, right. So for Nathan, uh-huh. and, and like, I think that just goes purely back to, you know, I can't imagine how it felt for her to have Bill and Nathan go out of their way to, to help her. Mm-hmm. Because she probably saw that as like this incredible blessing because she knew that she wouldn't have gotten that if she would have stayed where she was right. and trying to fight against Jeffrey legally. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so, and I love that when Elizabeth finds out, she obviously finds out uh, from Ned and uh, Florence. Florence, yep. Uh, because, like, Jeffrey was, like, peeping around the pharmacy, which was really creepy. Like, it just showed more and more of just how creepy this dude is. Um, and obsessed he is of May. And um, and she's like, you know, what's going on? Who is that? What are y'all talking about? Like, you know, and, like, whenever she found out, she was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love how, I kind of thought it was kind of sweet that she automatically went to uh, Lucas. Mm-hmm. to talk to Lucas about it. And I love that Lucas is like, well, even if I, even if I uh, felt like I could talk to, like, even if I didn't think it was confidential that they didn't told me, I still want to told you. And she's like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I love that little thing between them. Yeah. But I will think that I felt like it was really crazy that she like practically launched herself at him. Yeah, that kiss him. was a little I was crazy. Like, okay. Yeah, that, that kiss was a little on the crazy side, but yep. Yeah, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Going down just a little bit. Yeah. You know, you're still in public, in the saloon. Mm-hmm. With other people yeah. around. Yeah, maybe just going down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and the fact that May kind of like, like in the, but as soon as she's like, you know, talking to Lucas about it, May mm-hmm. walks by, she's like, good morning, you know. And mm-hmm. like, Elizabeth's face, she's like, they're in the headlights, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah. Um, and then Jeffrey, okay, so after uh, May and Nathan talk, she's like, you believe me, don't you? And he's like, yeah, I believe you, but we're going to need proof. You know, because yeah, obviously- I loved that. I love that scene yeah. of them talking and he's really intently listening to her side of the story. Yeah. Like he hasn't, uh, like he, he, he sort of, of course, based on what everything was looking like, it's like he didn't, he was listening and he wanted to believe, he didn't want to believe that, that it was true that Jeffrey was her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he was refusing to really believe it until he heard May's side of the story. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really, that's really cool. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really just shows you how Nathan is. Yeah. Um, okay, we already kind of talked about like uh, kind of the next few scenes are um, we've already kind of talked about part of that of like how in the previous episode, sorry, uh, um, that Mike is upset with Lee because of an editorial he wrote, and Lee and Rosemary discuss being careful with the paper, uh, and of course, Rosemary as Juliet is like just hilarious typical rosemary um our fake role for her to try and mimic for this mm-hmm. messing up 
And then Jeffrey goes to Nathan and wants him to arrest May on the charges that he filed against her in Chicago. And Nathan doesn't want to do it, obviously. And Jeffrey pretty much lets it be known if he doesn't do it, he's going to, like, threatens Nathan with legal action. Pretty much, like, you know, that he's not carrying out his duty if he doesn't arrest her. So there is a young, uh, like, a couple of younger, well, not young, There are a couple of ladies that come to town with their young children <laughs> and they are needing help, like finding uh, school supplies and whatever. Well, Lucas runs into them and is like, hey, I know somebody that might be able to help. Um, would you like to talk to our teacher? Like, She would be very glad to help you. And he invites them to come sit in the saloon while he goes and gets Elizabeth. So he goes to the school to get her and Elizabeth's like it's the middle of a school day like I can't just leave the kids and go deal with this as much as I would love to help yeah. so Lucas offers to substitute teach can I just say this like I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate, a lot of hate from this but everybody's like what can't this what can't Lucas do it seems like the dude can do everything in the eyes of of the Hope Valley writers but honestly can I just say this he's was actually a lot better than Elizabeth I loved it I I loved it it. I loved that he got them doing it physically and he kind of he made it really fun for them to do which I'm Mm -hmm. not saying Elizabeth doesn't do it's just he did it differently I guess you know and I love that just Obviously, because of Angela being blind, I love that he didn't automatically throw it to her or whatever. But she's like, uh, he asks her, and she's like, "Well, not without the ball." Mm-hmm. And like, he's like, "Yes, right." And he hands it to her, uh, and then of course lets her throw it back by saying, "Like, I'm right here. You can throw it." Mm-hmm. Like, I love that he was also intended to her and not yeah. singling her out and like making her feel just as you know a part of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid. And then, of course, he ends up tossing the ball to Elizabeth, who acts like I do if anybody ever throws something at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so ball shy. It's not even funny. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I played softball for three years and I was uh, ball uh, I was uh, ball shy the whole three years. So, yeah. I even I, like it was, I'm going to go ahead and tell this story only because we're talking yeah. about ball. But it's kind of embarrassing, but oh well. My dad kind of helped volunteer to kind of help uh, with the practices whenever he could. Uh, one year he volunteered to pitch the balls to us. So like he would throw it up and he would hit it with his with his bat to each person that was on the field or whatever. I'm all the way in the back. Like I'm an outfielder. Okay, he hits it to me. It lands straight to my forehead and knocks me out. That would be something that would happen to me. Yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah, I had like a goose egg on my head for like a week. Well, no, I'm exaggerating, probably like two days. But yeah, I woke up to everybody like surrounding me, like flat on my back. <laughs> no recollection of any of it. <laughs> that was so, yeah, you could definitely say in Balja, because that was yeah. Yeah, that would make anybody balls. I've never understood why they call them soft balls because they are not. No, they're not soft. They hurt. Yes, you get hit with them, 
and I have been I mean, with they them. have a the only thing that was is softer is probably the leather that they have it wrapped yeah. but that's it even that's barely that much softer than the baseball I did like one year of t-ball now my brother did like a year of baseball in our homeschool group but uh, I did one year of t-ball hated it but I actually like just playing with my brother as a kid I actually used to be a darn good pitcher like I could get that ball wherever he wanted me to get it and then I somehow or another lost that ability I don't know but um well, I was I was named uh, the best pitcher on our uh, not the best pitcher, the best uh, batter. Oh, on our team when I played. The main thing I remember about T-ball besides the fact that I hated it was I did slide into plate. I did slide into home plate one time. But I didn't do it. I feel like I was a lot more scared to do that than I was anything else. I don't really even remember how I did it. I just remember doing it. And like, as a kid, I felt like I, I don't remember it being like terrible. Like I thought I did a good job with it, but apparently the adults thought I like stopped and then lunged for the plate or something. I don't remember that. But then again, I was like six years old. So what do I, feel I like understand? how we perceive what we're doing and versus how it actually is, is it also yeah. sometimes different? Because you think you look so cool doing whatever you're doing. And then if someone videotapes you and then shows you, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like I was not looking cool at all when that happened. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but actually, like the mention of baseball, I love how she mentioned that she uh, she coached one time. But that yes. was, that's all. You know, I was like, oh, I love when they kind of do like those little callbacks. To, mm-hmm. You know, there's been several this season. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, now, one thing that's interesting, like obviously, um, Nathan did have to arrest May, like as much as he didn't want to. He had to arrest her. And Faith actually like comes to the jail and is talking to May. And well, she's the one that she showed up whenever he was arresting her. Yeah. And she's like, What they think what's going on? He's like, I'm having to bring Miss May into consider into custody. hmm And but when um when Faith comes to the jail and is talking to May, May's like, I don't know how Jeffrey found me. Like, I don't know how he figured out where I was. And Faith was apologizing because if y'all remember, like when May first got to town, Faith is the Faith actually tried to call Jeffrey and find out what was going on because May was being so mysterious about him that Faith actually tried calling him. So she's kind of like, "Sorry, it was me." Like, (laughs) you know, I didn't realize what figured out like why I was calling. Yeah. Um. Okay, the conversation. But at the same time, it doesn't because it's like just like unless they actually had a conversation, it's like. But then again, if they haven't really had like constant contact, maybe. But. Mm-hmm. Um, but the conversation between Nathan and May, when she was behind bars, oh. there, was so sweet. But um, May said, "How or no, Nathan? I'm sorry." said how is it that we think we know someone only to find out we don't mm. which i think he was talking about elizabeth i do right there personally 
And May said, for me, it begins with understanding who I am and being honest with myself and others. Um, really wise words too. Mm -hmm. And of course, Nathan uh, like gets up and like heads for his desk and May's like, what are you doing? And he, you know, tells her he's going to reach out to Chicago for more evidence. And he was like, you know, it's a long shot, but yeah. You know, it, it's, it's got to be proof somewhere that mm -hmm. that what you're saying is true and that, yeah. you know, that can condemn him. Right. Um, and then <laughs> there's our mascot again. Um, now, I cracked up when Joseph found the squirrel upstairs. Would you please take that. Mr. Fuzzy outside? <laughs> I honestly didn't know what to expect was in the box. Honestly, I feel like if it, that would have been anyone else, that would have been like like slapping Joseph with like a brag or something. Like, get that out of here right now. Get away from me. Like, you know, yeah. just freaking yeah. out. So I love that May didn't just go hysterically like crazy. Yeah. That was so hilarious. Um, oh, and when, uh, when Fate, cause like while Fate is at the jail talking to, um, to May, Bill is actually at the infirmary. Yeah. Because, and we, again, we kind of talked about this last episode of his health issues that he has going on of, you know, his cough, he possibly has pneumonia. Um, he has a huge bruise from his scrapple with uh, Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> I still crack up with the side of him, like, in that wheelbarrow. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, like, Mike coming out and be like, oh, great April Fool's joke. He's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what this is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love, like, uh, Nathan is gone and is talking to Bill about stuff. And uh, Faith gets back. And I think asks like how he's feeling or something, and Nathan answers, and Bill's like, "I think she was talking to me." <laughs> you know, and Nathan almost was like, "Oh yeah, forgot." <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot your patient. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love when Fate says Mounties are the mulish. Uh, they are mulish patients. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Um. Oh, I'm surprised Bill didn't say, I'm surprised Bill didn't correct her and be like, investigator, forensic investigator. It's not that to you anymore. Yeah. Um, okay, this was the other quote uh, when, I, uh, when I mentioned last episode that some of my favorite quotes from the past couple episodes have been from Ned, but this one was one of my favorites. Um, Miracles do happen, sometimes on their own, but sometimes we need to help make them happen. And I love that because it's like, you know, sometimes God does just like lay something in our laps and sometimes he opens a door and then helps us as we work towards something, but he doesn't necessarily like just drop the whole thing in our laps. So I really, yeah, he still gives us the choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the, uh, the scene that again i mentioned last episode y'all it's getting hard to keep like our brains i swear are so fried right now and it's getting hard to remember what was in what episode even with notes 
like it, it's like hard to keep track of what was in what episode um yeah. but that um mike asks lee if they're even friends anymore like because he feels like a friend would not have set would not be attacking him it, yeah the way lee is in his editorials yeah and stuff um i know i'm looking at him right now too and like what's what's crazy is like jack is three now i know like y'all i remember whenever they had him being born right after jack like big like you know jack Mm -hmm. senior passing away yeah you know and all that like it can't be three years but then again it makes sense because like they can't like nathan and lucas came into town shortly after he was born Mm -hmm. so it makes sense but it's just still so like Mm -hmm. wow i know shows you how much time has passed that we kind of how crazy it goes fast like how fast it goes yeah yeah and speaking of little jack it was so funny when um when nathan and lucas are standing out there talking and elizabeth walks up and she tells uh nathan that she just left little jack with Allie, and she's like he's so good with she's so good with him and he was like yeah um she's been wanting a little brother or sister you know like you know kind of she's after me for you know to make this married yeah Yeah. and she's like well you never know and he was like oh she's not fooling me she she just wants a little brother or sister (laughs) like you know like it has nothing to do with me wanting her wanting me to be happy in marriage it's all to do with her own like selfish reasons yeah but i love it i thought it was I thought it was so funny whenever he used the quote that May wrote on her the little heart. Yes. yes. And like Lucas but, and uh, Elizabeth were like, oh, that, like Elizabeth's like, oh, that's so, you know, that's uh, such a beautiful poem. Like I didn't, you know, and she thought that, of course, thinking that again, kind of a nod towards Billy Hamilton, thinking that that was Nathan's own, like, you know, saying yeah. the, the, uh, the, uh, the little quote was Nathan goes, but what I do know is and he looks so endearing yeah like so sincere like looking back and forth between nathan and elizabeth like so dead serious deadpan serious (laughs) and says but what i do know is that love is the greatest gift because it can't be forced only freely given and she was like nathan that's so beautiful and he goes yeah, that's what I thought when I read it. And she looks confused and he like points towards the sign on the uh, pharmacy door. And you can see Lucas is so amused. Like at first he was almost slightly, I almost think that Lucas was even slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> He's not used to Nathan like reacting that way to them. And then when he said that, you can see Lucas crack a smile and he's like, oh my God. And of course Elizabeth's like, Oh my word! Like I can't believe he just you know. Like, I, as soon as I came out, I'm like, it kind of made a nod towards Billy Hamilton because you know he used the poem. Yeah. Like get her, and like she didn't realize he had not wrote that poem. Yeah. So yeah, that scene cracked me up so bad that I, I cracked up so hard. I know it's so funny. Oh, okay, what about Bill in the jail? <laughs> and Nathan walks in and it's like, what is wrong with him? <laughs> I love that 
scene so much. That's probably my favorite. That was probably my favorite scene in the whole episode. Like, oh my gosh. I was even joking. What did we say on the live? Oh yeah, because it was supposed to be like apparently in this original script, they had May and Nathan kiss like through the bars of the jail. Yeah. And like we were talking about how we were so glad they didn't actually have that happen. And I think we were joking around saying, can you imagine that happening? And like Bill starts seeing like jailhouse rock or like <laughs> <or> something. <laughs> Cause he was so high on cough syrup. <laughs> He's like, where's my cough syrup? I hope I didn't drink it all. I like this. <laughs> and Nathan's like, and Nathan like shakes it a little bit, and I'm pretty sure it was empty. Yeah. Because mom like kind of pointed out that he that she said uh once a day. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know if he thought that she meant like one bottle a day <laughs> or like you know one sip a day. Oh man, that scene was gold. Like the look and, uh I don't remember May's like, yeah, he's been, you know, he's been talking a lot, you know, what and Bill's like, that's because you're so easy to talk to. And you're such a good listener. <laughs> Like, if Bill realized that he said all that stuff, he'd be so embarrassed of himself because that's oh, not yeah. at all how he talks, obviously. I did think it was neat that he brought up Nora. Yeah. Like, she hasn't been brought up in forever. Yeah. So I, did, I did think that was interesting that she got brought up again there. Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm losing my place here on the... Oh, we mentioned... Um, that um anna we mentioned this last episode too about anna renting a room above the cafe so she can stay in hope valley but also nathan gets like a telegram or a phone call or something i really don't remember and tells may that he is gonna have to send her to chicago or they're they're gonna have to take her yeah and he says where bill and i will receive uh will face disciplinary action yeah like for that but guess who's the one who made the call guys hardgraves Hmm. if anyone doesn't remember hardgraves is the guy who last season came after nathan's job Mm -hmm. because they accused him of being uh what was it i guess uh was it for disobeying orders yeah, yeah, for just saying orders. Yeah, when it came to the Fort Clay situation. Yeah, yeah. never mind the fact yeah. that bad guys. Yeah. Oh, word. That that situation still makes me so mad. Like I know, so right? But yeah, yeah, he's the one who called Nathan and told him that it was now under Chicago's disciplinary actions. Like they they had no jurisdiction over what was going on with May and Jeffrey. Yeah, and that basically Nathan was overstepping his boundaries by trying mm-hmm. to help her and protect her and you know like he basically he's was a fugitive yeah. type thing you know um okay how cute okay we talked about uh we talked about this a little bit last episode but we didn't get into it in depth but uh mike and faith oh so cute when he invited her to dinner that time like, oh, like that was a big flash across her face yeah, and she's like, Mike, that's so no, 
so sweet or so nice but and he's like oh i'm not being nice i mean i don't like, <laughs> like he stammered over himself so bad like don't mean they wouldn't be nice to have dinner with you for any other reason but i'm kind of doing it for selfish reasons yeah, yeah. and then uh then he like heads out the door and he's like we never did say when and she's like or where and he was like one thing at a time what's the bedtime yeah what's the bedtime and she's just kind of standing there like um those are the kind of steps that kind of need to go in together yeah <laughs> but yeah but on the other hand it was so stinking cute like it was, it was so adorable I love that. Like it's so funny because like the same panic that flashed across her face was the same panic that Fiona had whenever she Poor uh, Mike. Like, I'm sorry. I'll take him. I'll take nobody, him. Nobody, I'll else, take him. Yeah. nobody else wants him. I'll take him. <laughs> like, seriously, if we ever meet Ben, we're both just gonna like give him a hug. Like, you poor <laughs> fella. You just can't get your own date, man. Even though I'm pretty sure Ben and Aaron are dating in real life, so I mean, yeah, yeah. at least he got the leading <laughs> lady there. Mm. Um, and then of course, like, but, but but I love that. I love that. Um, I still laugh at how Kevin's like, "I'm Team Hickam." <laughs> yes. Like, wouldn't it be funny if like that came through and like she ended up not even getting with Lucas or her Nathan? But she got in, like she got with Mike. I can't really see them together, but no, yeah. I can't see them together either. But then again, yeah. like Ben is nothing like Hickam. So yeah. yeah. Um, but then of course, like that was a couple episodes ago that um Mike invited Faith to dinner. And then this episode he invites her to go to the uh church service with him, which I thought was really uh really sweet um i just think that they'd make a really good match i do too yeah i i i would totally ship those two together i mean um, mainly because like i mean i know they haven't really showed a whole lot like romantic way but just how they are as friends i could see that great that like being like the perfect way to kind of slowly transition them into being more mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i mean everybody's you know and people are like oh well I mean I feel like they'd be a little bit too like domestic or something like right out of the bat or whatever and I'm like well if you think about it I mean they're just they're still kind of like just side characters mm-hmm. their romance story isn't supposed to be too uh, I'm trying to, like it, it their 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 story would probably be a lot like Ned and Florence's mm-hmm. you know it would be gradual, but also somewhat quick because, you know, they're side characters. Mm-hmm. They're not the leading couple, you know. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, whoever Nathan ends up being with, whether that is Faith or May or even Fiona. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Fiona, she has, again, I say this with my scissors in my hand, she is not getting enough screen time. I know. Maybe scissors. Uh, she's not I've getting enough scissors. I've got my pen. <laughs> So, I mean, she is not getting enough screen time whatsoever. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about this, that my mom, uh, during, like, she has not, did not watch the series past, like, 
know, season four or, you know, whatever. Like she had not seen any of it. But because I was so into season eight, she was watching some stuff on YouTube and she was pretty much saying if they, she basically said that if they did put her with Lucas, that she felt like they needed to bring somebody completely new into town for Nathan. Yeah. Which is what they've done with May. I mean, just saying. And it's worked out. Yeah. Because I feel like for him, it would it wouldn't really make sense for him to go with with Faith, right? You know, it it wouldn't probably be that. And I honestly really can't fully see him with Fiona either, mainly because mm-hmm. Fiona is a very independent woman. Mm-hmm. Not saying that Nathan is against independent women. It's just you know, I feel like I don't think the, she's the domestic independent. Yeah, woman. she's not the domestic like like May would be the perfect like domestic independent strong willed like mm-hmm. tough woman for him you know and like we've already seen how how she has been with 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 Allie with Allie yeah like the scenes in the beauty shop whenever they were like kind of talking about inner beauty and then of course later on whenever they were talking about fitting in and just being yourself right um and uh you know and like I'm not gonna lie to you the all of a sudden like buddy buddy relationship she was having with Faith like whenever she first came back and like Faith came into the mm-hmm. pharmacy, she's like, Allie, you know, like I missed you and like hugged her and all this kind of stuff. I feel like that was a little bit forced, a little bit out of the blue. But mm-hmm. like her situation with May, it was different. Mm-hmm. You know, she was, she was like, she came into the ice cream shop because Robert was in there and obviously like ice cream, she's a kid. You know, she's not going to pass up going and get an ice cream. And so with Faith. I'm adult and I'm not going to pass up going to get an ice cream. <laughs> um but like so she obviously says that may's there and obviously may's new she hasn't met may so they spark up a, a conversation that's natural oh so, my I mean, gosh she is so beautiful oh my gosh she's so he's like you really think so he's like uh yeah 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 hadn't noticed just like <laughs> someone else i know he's like man is working, working. I don't know why that cracks him so much that Nathan's like, the man is working, like calling yeah. Robert a man, like just cracks me up. Yeah. And I, you know, it's just like, I feel like her situation with May was very natural. Yeah. You know, um, than it was with Faith. Yeah. So they had like a night, her, like Amanda Wong and Jada had like a natural chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Speaking of May, and you kind of gave this spoiler last episode. <laughs> Sorry. That um, Jeffrey comes to the jail and uh, Nathan is letting May go. And Jeffrey's like, you know what, you know, what are you doing? And uh, Nathan confronts him with the fact that he has discovered that Jeffrey is married and well no he starts off with the fact that he found out that the certificate that he's claiming to be real about between him and may being married is forged yeah and he said well you have no proof he's like no but i have proof that you do have a uh legal binding marriage license Mm -hmm. with your wife 
in such and such I can't remember where she lived I can't remember what town it was either yeah and where you abandoned her and you could see like you know the face that he makes like oh crap you know and uh like May's like just kind of looking at him like seriously Jeffrey just go like what are you even still doing here you know, yeah, like and, he's, and he even tells her, like, I just want to be with you. And she's like, Jeffrey, I don't love you. Just go. Like, this is never gonna happen. Like, just leave. Mm-hmm. You know. And how about that hug? Uh, now that beats out the hug around the world between him and Elizabeth out of the water. Absolutely. It was so like, so sweet. His face, her face, the way that it was just like I know the way he like just naturally hugged her and you know she's like thank you like I understand under the circumstances obviously he was like whenever it came with him and Elizabeth's hug she he was like under still under shock about the fact that he Mm -hmm. just got almost got shot Mm -hmm. or could have gotten shot or killed or whatever but like uh it was just like his face and everything like the little smile he had on his face and everything it was like Lay her, lay her head like perfectly fit underneath his chin yes. i was like yeah yes so sweet ever says he agrees oh yeah i thought it was uh i thought it was really sweet uh when i think it was um i think it was joseph called uh referred to mike as mayor mike I don't know why I just thought that was so that cute. Was so cute. Like, I don't I don't know what about it was so cute, but it really was. I will, I still I think I said this in the last uh podcast episode. Uh I just can't call him Mike. I know. It's always gonna be Hickam. I'm sorry. It's always it's always gonna be Hickam. Always. I don't know why. Like this is one of my favorite scenes with him, but when rosemary and lee were going to be getting married and uh hickam comes up to her and is talking to her about the doves like so i think some of them escaped and the ones that were left were like too fat to fly or something i don't remember what what the exact deal was and i just remember him with the doves and i don't remember i don't even remember that i can't even remember any of that I really can't it's so hard to and it's so crazy because like Rose like in the first season I just got done watching the first season like how Rosemary came into Hope Valley and like was like how she was about Jack mm-hmm. I mean I remember Rosemary like, has to like, have had the greatest character arc in this show. she has had the best character development because she hasn't changed too much of her personality to where it's not, like not re- realistic Mm-hmm. But like, you know what I mean? Like, cause literally when, as soon as she came off of that stagecoach and they, and she was like, talked about, was talking about how she's here for her fiance and then turns around and saw, sees Jack and was like, obviously made the connection that it was Jack she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Everyone automatically hated her. Oh with yeah. Every ounce of being inside of them. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. We hated her guts. Okay. Like she was the most hated character on on that show. Okay, mm-hmm. we were so sick of her. Yep, we like couldn't wait for her to get back on that stagecoach and leave town. And now we couldn't imagine her leaving the show because I'm pretty sure if Rosemary Lee leave that show, you best bet nobody be watching it ever again. Yeah, 
So, and that's so funny, like how, oh. So, yeah. Um, in, in that scene, another one of my uh, favorite quotes from, I feel like these last few episodes have had some really good, Pick really one. good lines. And yeah. But I love when um, Joseph said, don't look to see yourself in one another. Instead, look to see someone God uniquely created to be themselves. Oh, I love that. Because in this day and time, especially. Yeah. Like people try to fit you into this mold. It's like everybody expects everybody to be the same. Mm-hmm. And we're not like I mean, as much as me and Morgan yeah, are like, share the same yeah. opinions, the same likes, dislikes, um, the same views on sub- certain subjects. Yeah. It's like you know, it's it's not it's never gonna it's never going to be that way. Yeah, and it would be boring yeah. if it was. Yeah, like, exactly. It really would be. Nobody would even be able to have you know because some of the best relationships thrive with being different. Mm-hmm. Opposites attract. Yeah. Mm-hmm um i mean lee and rosemary like i shared this to you i think it was the other day and i want i want to share it with uh on here uh i think i i think i sent you a picture of the what it said like talking about opposites attract i think i think it was on messenger on messenger yeah i think so Oh, yes, here it is. I texted her, I said, who, who did this remind you of? Who does this remind you of? And it says, a calm husband and a dramatic wife go perfectly together. And she and Carrie automatically replied back, Lee and Rosie. <laughs> yep. And that does fit them to like 18. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. They are like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that whole thing, like the um, this particular episode, kind of ends like with what I'm what I'm fixing to talk about. But like everybody had been at the church for um I think kind of a Thanksgiving service type thing. And then they were gonna go to the saloon for the big like Thanksgiving dinner for the town and stuff, which was Elizabeth's holiday was Thanksgiving yeah. uh during her family days. And um so they're walking into town and all of a sudden, they notice there is a Christmas tree in the middle of the town square. And, of course, everybody's like, this had to be Lee and Rosemary. And they were like, oh, no, no, that wasn't, a, you know. And uh, At first, they, they said that it was Lucas. And Lucas is like, no, it wasn't me. Uh, and then uh, different ones were saying, oh, well, Lee and Rosemary. And they're like, no, we had Halloween, remember? And yeah. then they're like, oh, well, this is definitely the Canfields. I mean, you know. Yeah, and, like, and they were like, no. Oh, they were like, it must be the mayor. And he's yeah, like, and like uh, Nathan's oh. like, oh, mayor. I mean, this must have been you. He's mm-hmm. like, no. Nobody figures it out. So they just start seeing. Um, oh, come all you faithful. Oh, come all you faithful, which I thought was very fitting. I love that they did mm-hmm. like a like a song about God, about Jesus. And uh, not like, oh, Christmas tree or oh, Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that. Bill just kind of like you know opens the blinds from his office to his office because I mean my thing is he was the only only one that wasn't at the service I don't see how nobody thought about it because like it wasn't there when they were all going to church so like you know and everyone was pretty much at church except for Bill yeah 
So, which I yeah. think they did ask him before if he was going to church. And he's like, yeah, yeah Mike yeah, did. Because yeah, when Mike he, invited Faith, he was like, Bill, are you coming? He was like, no, I'm going to go get some rest. And he was like, you know, said something to him about, uh, he never really did anything for April Fools. And he was like, well, you never know. I'm maybe going to pull off the biggest April Fools. Yeah, you know, whatever. I don't remember. You know, I might, might be going to fool you all or something like that. I don't remember how he words it. Um, but, um, but yeah, Elizabeth starts singing, Oh, come all you faithful. And y'all know I want to sing right now, but I will refrain. Um, <laughs> really? You refraining from singing? This is document. Just, this is definitely going down in history. Although, actually, that's kind of comical to use the word refrain from singing since you sing a refrain. Like, <laughs> I like the fact that she's looking at me like, only you, like, only. <laughs> Pretty much what I was thinking. <laughs> Sorry, if you guys are wondering what I'm doing, my my cat loves to pick my computer chair and it's cloth. And so like I'm picking little strings of fabric <laughs> off of my chair. Um I was doing it in this in the last video too. So <laughs> um, but Lee had ended up writing a new editorial, actually, I think. I'm not 100% sure what it was about. I think he was actually kind of complimenting Mike on like. He was uh, talking Hope, about, he was complimenting him about the Hope Valley days and like yeah. what, he's, what he's done with Hope Valley. Yeah. yeah. And I liked the fact that uh, Mike came and thanked Lee for the editorial. You know, that Lee kind of made up for the previous editorial he had written, kind of realizing he took it too far yeah. and like wrote a new I editorial. love their friendship. I do. Yeah. I love that friendship. Well, I mean, if you think about really it, they work very closely. Together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he worked for him for a long time because yeah. I remember whenever he was talking to Faith about, you know, one of the things that we haven't really talked about was like how he gave Faith of advice because of with when, concerning the inf uh, the infirmary. Mm -hmm. She'd been kind of struggling with it because she is a private practice, but at the same time, it's not. Mm -hmm. uh, that once she took it, it became a private. Uh, infirmary and not a not the Hope Valley infirmary mm -hmm. um and all that kind of stuff and like you know her burning the inf infirmary sign and everything like mm -hmm. that uh but whenever she was really struggling about whether like how to go about it all he goes kind of like down his whole history mm -hmm. and like I remember the first episode I saw him come into the uh the mercantile and everything and I'm like oh my gosh he looks so like like all of them did, obviously, but I was like, oh my gosh, he looks so young. Like he looks like a teenager. It was crazy. And like him talking about how he worked, he worked at the mercantile. And then when Lee came, he helped him with the, uh, at the um, sawmill where Rosie the called sawmill. him a, a lumberjack. Yeah, where like, yeah, where he calls her lumberjack, where he, she calls him lumberjack. And then now he's, he started working at Gallon Petroleum. Now he owns. The majority of the, the mm -hmm. patrolman, you know, and, and now he's mayor. Yeah, yeah, now he's mayor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, yeah, I, I loved the, I've loved everything about their dynamic over the last couple episodes. It has been really, really good. Yeah. Um, 
And then, of course, the episode ends with the beautiful little montage of everybody taking pictures together and stuff. And Elizabeth and someone, like, yeah. yeah, I loved um, how the kids were like the first ones to get pictures taken. Yes. And then uh, I love that uh, it goes to Allie and Nathan and like his face is so awkward, obviously, like being like the shy little awkward Nathan. And then whenever Allie like walks off and like pulls May and you can see his his smile just like grow into a real one. Mm-hmm. And then whatever they like, whatever they do, the picture, you could tell the difference in the smiles. Like he's actually for real smiling. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ah! I know. And then, of course, you know, I love Ned and Florence's because at first they do it really cutely. And the last one, they were like, they were so stoic. And whenever Rosemary's like saying, say prunes, she's like, prunes. Yeah, like so. Like trying to be so. Dignified. Yeah, dignified and serious. You know, because if you go in back and look at a lot of photographs from that time area, they didn't really smile. Right, yeah. They didn't really smile. Oh, in those photographs. And then, of so course, was it like, uh, was it Faith and Fiona that were doing a picture together, or was it Faith and May? It was Faith and May because Fiona, May, uh, Fiona oh, wasn't it? there. I don't think. Oh, Faith okay. Was there. Yeah, I think she was still, I think she went back to San Francisco to kind of try and do, yeah, the thing that they were trying to do with uh, the guy who's trying to possibly open the mines, I think. Yeah, forgot about and that. They did the back to back. Yeah. And then um trying to think the Canfields took a picture together. That was really cute. Um did Bill and Molly do a picture together? I don't remember. No, I don't think Bill took any pictures. I couldn't remember. But I don't think Bill was there. He might not have been. Uh, but then yeah. uh Lucas and Elizabeth and little Jack, but them then just trying to get pictures of little Jack. That was so realistic. So adorable. So adorable. Oh my gosh. I lo- I loved him just like chillaxing in the chair, like with his arm, like in it, like him like laying in it, and then like then both running after him and like trying to get him up and like getting get him like, you know. And then they finally just like took a picture of all three of them together. And he still was like, at first he said che- like prunes and like, he was he was smiling, but as soon as the camera clicked, his face went down and he was like doing a really funny face. I love that one. And of course, Lee and Rosemary. She was sitting down, she was like straightening him, and like he was trying to straighten, and she's like, Stop fidgeting. He's like, I'm not fidgeting. Yeah. <laughs> well, like Mike was going to take the obviously, like, because Lee and Rosemary were doing the pictures. Yeah. And then when it was their, their turn to do the pictures, Mike was like going to take pictures, and he was like, Yes. <laughs> the flash, which I thought was so funny. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. That is so. I love that. I really like. I've been really enjoying these past couple of episodes. I've honestly enjoyed the most of most of the season, really. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I agree. I feel like like I've watched episode nine. Uh, Morgan hasn't watched it yet, but I feel like, and I'm sure we'll go into more depth with this. in in our uh episode about episode nine but i feel like it's been like really drilled into me to not just take somebody else's word for what happens yeah and no and we're not meaning this in an offense to that person yeah no no because like because everybody interprets things differently 
yeah everybody has their own perception of it yeah, yeah. like what what filter what they're seeing it through what filter and like me and morgan i feel like have a tendency to try to come at things from like a hundred different angles yeah like we can see why they thought that this particular scene was inappropriate yeah but we can also see where it kind of in a way makes sense it was it was nowhere near what we like and, and like, some of the people some of it wasn't even my like best, my best advice is to like use your own judgment use your own judgment for first of all like they knew that we me and carrie had not watched the episode yet mm-hmm. and they were kind of telling us what was going on in the episode mm-hmm. and from their point of view mm-hmm. but when carrie watched it she got a whole different take even though she had heard that in, 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 in that impersonation of that scene she still saw it in a totally different scene right and so before you start taking people's opinions of like for instance of this show for many people who haven't watched the show they're seeing all these negative responses they're like oh well then i don't want to watch the show because like it sounds to me like it's just gonna be bad mm-hmm. but once you start watching it you get your own opinion of it yeah well and you get the bigger picture i feel like yeah. was a big thing to me because like we you they didn't tell us all the what was going on that caused this particular event to happen right yeah and it just just the way it was presented to us again no no offense to anybody that was um saying it because we realized y'all were just giving us your impression of it but like when i watched it i was like it was presented to me as if such and such happened and that's not what happened at all like that's you know like I felt like things had been taken out of context, but I also felt like that was partially just some people's emotions over it, which I get. Like, you know, I'm definitely not going to fault people for feeling the way they do about it. But when I watched it, I went, yeah, no, that's not what happened. You know, so. um, I mean, yeah, they probably could have chose a different person. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe not. And I mean, to me, it made sense. But again, like, that's me. Yeah. But. Um, and I haven't watched it yet. So I can't even give my full view of it yet. Yeah. So, um, but I feel like I would probably agree more towards Carrie. No offense to the person that was giving their interpretation. Because once again, when you. I feel like a lot of people still are holding on to the damage that was caused by season eight finale, which I completely understand. Once again, yeah, we can very considerate of everyone that has come out to us and be like, you know, you know, uh, we love that you guys are giving all honest opinions about things, but this is just how we feel, like how I feel about it. And, you know, and we're like, that's fine. We totally understand. Like, not, we're not all going to agree with how things are, you know, we're not all going to agree on how to move on from season eight, because trust me, me and Carrie were heartbroken. Mm-hmm. We were heartbroken. We were mad. And we were honestly, a lot of our major anger problem was not at all because Lucas got chose. It was because of how it happened and why it happened and who made the decision and how it was done. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Lucas. To all the people that have reached out to us who are Lucas fans, you've all came out to us like, thank you for not being angry at the fact that Lucas got chose, but the fact that how he got chose. Mm -hmm. Like, we totally understand. We don't know what, you know. And, and to be fair to them, there's some of them that don't like it either. Yeah. Like, well, they, like they kind of ruined it for us, you know, because it's yeah. like you should have gotten an actual real 
to we should have really gotten chosen not been like an afterthought mm-hmm. you know um yeah. and it kind of even goes back to um like for some some for some of us a lot of people don't see uh the chemistry between may and nathan mm-hmm. you know we saw the uh, and a lot of like we've even talked to some lucas fans some lucas fans and they're like we never saw the chemistry between between elizabeth and nathan and me and carrie have been like i mean it was right there in our, your face i mean i don't see how you could see it but you know, <laughs> how could then, you not like it's a blazing fire yeah but the same thing is happening again with nay and nathan a lot of nathan people that we're good friends with do not see the chemistry between them and I'm like, yeah, it may not be as like in your face as Nathan and Elizabeth's, but it's there. And there's and some it's not going to be like, it's not going to be like, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be, yeah. I mean, it's not even going to be like that. And like, for instance, we can't see the chemistry between Nathan and Faith. And yet yeah. some people in the very little scenes that we've gotten have been like, oh, it's like right there. I mean, you know, we see yeah. what they're doing. They're just going to bring, they're just using Mike and and uh they're just using hickam and may to kind of make their story be slow or whatever and i'm like yeah i, mean, yeah, I can see that but it's like doesn't say i see them being very good friends very good allies i just don't see them being like we need more of like men and women being just friends yeah. and like that dynamic you know what i mean like not every woman and man that is on this show that have a good chemistry or a good friendship has to come together as boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. And start courting. Um, Faith and Hickam are a good example of that. And Faith and Nathan are, are it's still so funny to say Faith and Nathan together like that. But <laughs> like those two like pairings are like the best pairings to show you that a man and a woman can be just friends. Yeah, you know, so. and even uh, Mike and Fiona. Yeah, that's what I said. Mike yeah. and Fiona and uh, Nathan. Uh, and it, it's midnight. I'm like, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm. Yeah. My brain is shutting down over here, yeah. so I'm sorry that I missed the name there. But yeah, it's okay. I'll forgive you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, back to what it was like. I mean, everyone's interpretation is gonna be different. So people are going to love, like a lot of people have even gotten a little upset with me on our lives because I said that I don't like Fiona and Hickam together. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, like, no, like my Hickam deserves a girl like Fiona and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm not saying he don't deserve a girl. I'm just saying he don't, like, I don't really like his pairing with Fiona. Yeah. I do like him with Faith. Yeah. And I feel, and honestly, like, I, I, I wouldn't be against Fiona and Nathan being together because of I we know that the chemistry and the chemistry that Kevin and Kayla have mm-hmm. and the possibilities that they could bring to these two particular characters being together would be amazing. But honestly, the only true pairing that I can see Fiona with is Lucas. I know. Like I'm sorry, but they missed the ball on that one. They would have been amazing together. And I am going to say that you're going to say it again at the beginning of episode nine. Yay. But they had a lot of dynamic scenes, like them getting mad at each other or more like more so Lucas being mad at Fiona because of the, everything. They, been, they even had their flipping outfits coordinating in season they eight. Still do. They still do, y'all. They like, do. It was, like, it, was, it was like, that was even one of the reasons why we thought that they were going to end it together eventually. Mm-hmm. Like they both speak French. 
were talking French to each other at one point. Like, come on. The way, I mean, he winked at her. Yes. In the barbershop, tipped her big and winked at her. Uh, yeah, like they, right? they totally missed an opportunity. There. They totally missed an opportunity there. And we honestly thought that, that was there being like a little innuendo of them possibly being what happens next. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ah, <sighs> like this is what Hallmark or GAC needs to hire us. Please. Yes. Please. Please. GAC, GAC. See, even even Amber's is saying please. <laughs> See? If you can resist a cat, you got a yeah. problem. Don't like. <laughs> He's a fucking crabby. Oh man! How can you say no to this face? How can you say no to this face? Like, what are you doing to me, woman? <laughs> I had lost the attention. But yeah, I mean, come on. What you waiting for? We're like perfect writers for this. Okay. Absolutely. So, absolutely. <laughs> All right. We're getting delusional. It's midnight. Well, it's midnight her time, 11 o'clock my time, but it might as well be midnight for me too. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this up. We will be doing episode nine soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, we're going to remind, remind you guys that we have a very special interview coming up soon with a special guest. I can't wait. This is going to be so I can't fun. wait. Uh, be looking out on our social media, specifically Instagram, because uh, mm-hmm. we will be doing, we will be announcing who uh, shortly after, uh, either probably right after we record. Yeah. Or do, do we want to let it be a surprise? Hmm. Well, I mean, we kind of have to do a little bit of advertising so people will, you know, kind of like what, kind of like what Nicole and them have done with their different interviews they've done. We could like do what they've done of like posting a partial picture or something and have people vote. Honestly, I've even thought of like letting this person take over our Instagram. That would be fun. I've thought about doing that. If they would do it, I don't know if they yeah. would do it. I'm sure he. We've already said it's a he, so it doesn't matter. I'm sure he would do it. I'm sure he would have a ball. With yeah. it. He'd probably be like, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's gonna be so fun, y'all. Like, I'll we'll ask him, and then what if we find out if he'd be willing to do that? You know, either way, just keep your eyes peeled on our Instagram for the next yeah. week or two. Yeah, uh, we still haven't signed up a date yet. Um, he is currently, uh, out of, he's currently doing something right now where he yeah, cannot he, be. Yeah, downtown um, right now. Yeah, he's out of town right now. Yeah. Uh, so whenever he gets back to us, when he gets home, we are going to start setting that up. So again, keep your eyes peeled. Can't wait! It's going to be so fun. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, and to the person, if you're actually watching this right now, to kind of get a feel of how we are, hi, hi, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you for trying to like kind of get a little bit of a feel of who we are <laughs> before you come on here and get yeah. like freaked out because we're crazy little southern women. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Like seriously, uh, he's probably gonna be like, "What the heck did I just get myself into?" <laughs> 
don't know. Like, this I'm is saying, usually not how these podcast women are. Like, what is going on? I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like we're pretty likable. And I feel like we could pretty easily make friends with most of these people. Like, I don't think any of them would truly be scared. I mean, off. we're not like tooting our own our own horn or trying to be like, you know, like we're just so great. But I mean, I think we are. But okay. <laughs> you don't think so? Why are you watching this? You can log off. You've been watching this for like an hour. Obviously, we're entertaining enough for you to watch us for an hour. <laughs> so. Like I said, it's 11, 12 o'clock. And we're getting delusional. Oh, man. So, my word. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know you guys have missed me. But yeah, like, seriously, when we were FaceTiming earlier, I was like, they're gonna be so happy you're back. <laughs> Just the stupidity that we get into. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. We got on our live last night, and it was like the first live we'd done. I don't know how long. We didn't even get 10 minutes into it. And I was like starting to laugh so hard I wasn't breathing again. I was like, oh, word. Here we go. I don't know how many times I've heard breathe, Carrie, breathe. (laughs) (laughs) So many times. I feel like that's part of my catchphrase, like the different catchphrases that we have on this podcast is breathe, Carrie, breathe. (laughs) In through your nose, out through your mouth. Oh my gosh. Y'all. All right. Well, we're gonna. We've been trying to like end this podcast like four times. Yeah, we're gonna shut up before this gets like worse with the delusion. (laughs) But we love you guys, and we will be back soon with episode nine. I have a nap line in my face. Oh my God. we'll be back soon with our review recap whatever you want to call it on episode nine i almost knocked my sign down off my wall i'm sorry we love you guys comment subscribe like share on your social medias look out for our instagram at honest to goodness wait honest goodness pod mm-hmm. that's a weird name it was all we could do we love <laughs> you guys Thank you again for watching us despite the delirium and ridiculousness and the hour-long podcast episodes. You are fully dedicated and we are fully grateful. Bye! Bye, guys. We love you.